Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So we've spoken already about various fundamental lessons for life that we can learn from the nature of how to engage in healthy relationships. Namely, that life becomes more fulfilling when you live for others and that you're committed to that mindset, never opting out, even when upset, disappointed. You don't break the commitment or give up on the relationship, but work through those moments and often end up walking out stronger than you were before you walked in. Make sense so far? And that is what it means to be in a relationship with someone we love and with someone who loves us, be it parents, partners, friends, you name it. That is an ideal relationship. But as I was thinking about it today, I thought that maybe we can take this a few steps further. See, I realized that specifically during this time period, we must remember or realize that there is one more relationship that reflects that reality. And it's with someone with whom many Jews struggle, namely with God. I believe that many people struggle because in truth there's a lot of damage control that needs to be done and a great deal of unlearning or distorted and even destructive perceptions of what God means and that needs to happen. Many people carry around images of God as judge or God is all powerful and demanding or God is one to be feared but that's not the image of what Jews believe is the essence of God. I've spoken about the fact that a true relationship is about giving love to another as well as never giving up on that other. Well, my friends, during the month of Elul, this is the nature of the relationship with God that we are meant to strengthen. In fact, our sages teach us that the month of Elul, which is spelt Aleph Lamed Vav Lamed, stands for, it's an acronym for Ani Lidodi Vidodi Li. I am for my beloved and my beloved is for me. Our relationship with Hashem is one of conditional love and giving. In fact, God created me and you simply for the purpose of giving to us. It's the same reason why parents give birth to kids. They don't need to, but they want to because they want someone to give to and who looks to them for support, love, and guidance. And the entire process of teshuva exists because he knows that we always have more potential. And because of that, no matter what we've done, he will never cut us off or stop believing in us. Rosh Hashanah is a testament to his eternal belief in us, which is just like that of a parent whose love for and belief in their child is unconditional. A parent doesn't look to catch their kid making a mistake so they can write them off or label them as bad. God forbid. Rather, a good parent is always looking to support, help, and guide their child and remind them that no matter what they always believe in them and will love them. That, my friends, is the image of God that Jews believe in as well. It's why we start one of the ultimate prayers after the Amidah on the holidays with the words Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. Or prayers like Avinu of Harachaman, our Father, Father of Mercy. Or Avinu Shabashamayim, our Father in Heaven. We view God as a loving Father, and that is important to keep in mind. Why? Well, because... The principle in the deeper Kabbalistic teachings is that God is, to a degree, bound or better yet reflected by the rules and reality that he created. And if the rule is that true relationships is based on unconditional caring for others and complete commitment, how different would our view and relationship with God be if we realized that he too cared for us unconditionally and was completely committed to be by my side no matter where or how we might have veered off? This is not only a healthy way to view God, it's an empowering one, and even more so, a true one. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.